Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless your name, Lord, this morning. We glorify you. We magnify you, King of glory. You're worthy of honor. You're worthy of adoration. Once again, we come before you. We bless your holy name this morning. Mighty God, mighty Father, King of glory. King of the ages. King of our life. King of the kingdom that we belong. Once again, we approach you this morning. We approach your throne. We celebrate your love and mercy and goodness. We want to appreciate the fact that you have called us your own. The fact that you called us to be sons and daughters in your kingdom. To enjoy and to express the very life that is in you. Christ our King, our Lord. We thank you this morning. Father, as we approach you this day, we pray, O oh God, that everything that can stand as an hindrance, that can stand, O oh God, as a yeast, that can stand, O oh God, as a works of the flesh, we lay them down. We acknowledge them. We acknowledge our, our flaws, our fault, O oh God, our frailties, our weakness. We acknowledge. We bow before you this day and we proclaim. That you wash us, O oh God, even as we ask for your forgiveness. That you will cleanse our hearts, that you cleanse our minds this morning. That we may be able to approach you with boldness, yet with grace and mercy. We honor, thank you. We want to honor you this morning, oh Lord, that as your spirit draws us this morning, that we will come unashamed, O oh God. As we come via the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, who's, who speaks better things, yes, than the blood of Abel. This morning, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify your name. May your spirit once again lead us to the place where we can be emboldened. <laughs> May your spirit once again give us, yes, the confidence to stand before you. That we may be able to stand on your behalf, O oh God. May we come this morning knowing that the mind of Christ renews us, yes, from every walks of the flesh. This morning we receive, we receive the outpouring, the release of your water this morning. That we may be washed, that we may be cleansed, sanctify us through and through. In and out, purify our heart, O oh God. May the heart that we come with this morning be a heart that is prepared of you. Spirit of God, we cannot even approach you without your spirit drawing us. We thank you for your grace this morning that have invited us. And we receive this invitation this morning. We pray that our feet will be solid, solid upon this foundation that cannot be removed, that cannot be shaken. Christ, our eternal home our eternal hope you are the rock that we are established on this morning you are the rock that we build on it's by your grace via your mercy this morning that we can stand it's not by might it's not by our doing of power knowledge wisdom no all of that we've laid them down they are like filthy rags our righteousness are nothing before you so we approach you coming oh god this morning with a plain white robe. We ask that you will continually cleanse us. Draw us, O oh God. As we hear the voice 
that is calling us to the place of ascendance. We pray in the name of Jesus that our hearts will not draw back. That our minds, oh God, will not draw back. That everything that reflects who we are and what we are, oh God, will be a reflection of your light. It's in you, Father, this morning that we live. It's through, yes, the voice of your son, Christ Jesus, our Lord and King, that we move. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit that we have our being this morning. We come, we approach you. Have mercy on us, oh God. As a church, have mercy on us, oh God. As, as individuals, as family, as community, as city, as nation, have mercy on us, Father. We hear your heart, we hear your mind. We perceive the things that you're doing in this season. And we say, Father, this morning, that we don't want to be onlookers. We don't want to be left outside. But yet we feel the coldness of our hearts. We feel, oh God, the nonchalant attitude, oh God, of our, of our heart this day, oh God. We acknowledge, oh God, that we have grown cold, oh God. Like Peter on that day who has grown cold in the place, oh God, of your judgment. In the place where men were about to crucify you. We saw Peter feeling so cold that he went, oh God, to the Gentiles, to, to, to others and tried to warm himself. This is where we are. We're trying to warm ourselves, oh God, yes, from the fire of this world. A fire that never lasts, oh God. And it's in that place that we deny you. They said, aren't you one of them? You look like one of him, one of, one of those who followed him. And Peter denied three times, I don't know him, I don't know him. And he remembered, oh God, when the cock crowed, he remembered truly that you said, Peter, you will deny me three times. Even though Peter denied it because he was so sure of himself. <laughs> but even that assurance was not, was not based on truth. Lord, when we get to the point of pressure, <laughs> we cannot but to deny you. And this is where we are, oh God, as a people. As individuals, as leaders, as a church, as a family, as a nation, oh God, we have denied you. We have denied, we are still denying you before the world, before the opinions of the world. We are denying you. But Father, we pray this morning as we as we awake, oh God, from this rude awakening of the sound of your spirit. We pray in the name of Jesus that we will not go hang ourselves like Judas did, but that rather we will return back to you. And cry and ask for forgiveness and ask for mercy. And this is what we cry for this morning. Lord, that you acknowledge that we are but humans. That's what your word says. But we also know, oh God, that yes, our true identity is in you. Our eternal life, our eternal image is in you. And so, Father, we want to return to that place where we can stand based on who we are in you. You say, Peter... The enemy has desired to sift you like a weed. But I have prayed for you. When you stand, encourage, strengthen your brother. This is our desire this morning. That when we stand, when we are on our feet, oh God, that we will not boast about it. We will not use our position to clamp down and to judge our brothers. But Lord, we will stand in the place of prayer to encourage them. This is my prayer this morning that we will be a praying church because when we be a, when we are praying people we condemn less in fact we don't condemn because we can then see through your eyes we can see through your ears we can see through we can hear through your ears we can walk oh god in the path that you walk 
we pray in the name of Jesus this morning that you will help us once again to return to the place of mercy, to return to the place of truth, to return to the place of grace. Help us, oh God, this morning as we pray, as we call upon your name, that you will have mercy on us, that mercy that triumphs over judgment, oh God, will triumph over us, oh God, that your mercy this morning will be administered to every one of us, oh God, this morning, wherever we are connecting from, wherever, oh God, we represent whatever nation, family, home, city. Yes, Father, we represent whatever company we represent in the name of Jesus. And those of us standing to represent this generation, we pray, Father, once again, that there will be an awakening in the heart, oh God, of your men and women, that we will rise up, oh God, in the power of your spirit, that there will be a movement, oh God, yes, in the earth, that will lead us to the place of your desire. Grant us mercy, O God. Lead us in the power of your truth. Enable us, O God. Energize us, O God. Grace us this morning, Spirit of the Lord God. Have your way in our lives. We've come to pray this morning. We have come to seek your face. We have come to seek your mind. We have come to seek your will. We have come, Lord, to embrace all of you we want to eat all of your loaf you said except you eat of me you have no part you have no place in me lord we have unpicked we have chose what we want to eat but father this day we discard that attitude we say we want all of you you said eat all the scroll you said to ezekiel eat all the scroll we want to eat all the meal the table has been prepared lord we hear the sound of invitation we come this morning we ask oh god that there will be a walking in our life. That everything that struggles with you in our life. Every challenge, every idea, philosophy of men. The ways of this world that we have imbibed. Religious ways, traditions of men that we have imbibed, oh God. That is struggling, oh God, with your voice, with your heart, with your mind. That these things, oh God, we will do away with them. That we will embrace your desire. That we will embrace your voice. That we will embrace your counsel. That we will embrace your mind. That we will embrace your intention. You said if only I can find one. Father this day we present ourselves. Regardless of the numbers of multitudes. Oh God that is connected. Or that are not connected. If only you can find one. Oh God who will give you the journey. Father your word declares that you will do what you desire. There was one you used called Jeremiah. There was one you used, yes, called Noah. There was one that you used, oh, call, oh God, Father, called, yes, John the Baptist. There was one that you used in Elijah, in Elisha. There was one that you used in Mary. A one that you used, oh God, in Joseph. A one that you used, oh Father, yes, in, Ju in, Ju in, 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 in Judah, oh God. We pray this morning. There's one you used called David in Judah. Let us be the one. That will be the catalyst of what you want to do. Steering the fire of your spirit among the bunch. Let us be that one, oh God, that strikes the match of your spirit. Let us be that one voice, oh God, yes, that is crying, that is calling, that is awakening the rest. Let us be the one, yes, with the trumpet, oh God, in their mouth. Let us be the one with the sofa. Let us be the one with us here, the Lord. Let us be that one this morning, oh spirit of the living God, who has desire to go beyond 
to go beyond, to go beyond, yes, the, the hearts of men, the desires of men, to go beyond the minds of men. Help us to be, Father, that one that you used to awaken, to trigger, oh God, a move. Yes, Lord, let us be that one, oh God, of the voice of your revival, of the voice of your reformation. Let us be that one man, that one woman, oh God, that one boy, oh God, yes, with that loaf and, 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 and fish, Father. Let us be that one, Father, crying in the name of Jesus. Let us be that one woman, oh God, at the well, oh Father, who encounter you and the entire city, the entire village, oh God, got transformed. We want to be that one, spirit of a living God. If you can use anyone this morning, we present our life to you this morning as one living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. You can do it. Use us this morning. Use us, Father. We do not see the numbers. We do not see the crowd. We see you. We hear you. Let's be those one that you unpick Peter, James, and John to the mount, O oh God, of transfiguration. Who saw things, O oh God, that the others did not see. Not because those others were not important. But there was something you saw in them. There was something you found in them. You found hope in them. You find faith in them. You found love in them. You said, this three shall abide. Father, let us be that one, oh Father. Yes, representing the faith, representing the hope, representing in the name of Jesus, the love that is needed in this seasoning time in our home. Let's be the one that lit the fire. Let's be the one that will go, yes, to the stream to fetch the water. Let's be the one, oh God, yes, Father, that will be, in fact, the, 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 the vessel that will shape, oh God, yes, the weapons of war. Let us be that one, Father, this day that you can use, oh God, yes, to show, to reveal your intentions, your desire. Let us be the one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his path. We pray this morning. Awaken us, O oh God, not to follow the cloud, the crowd, O oh God, but to follow your cloud. Awaken our hearts this morning to be a leader, to be one who goes ahead, to be one leading others, O oh God. Let us be the one that is charting the path. Let us be that one that is a pathfinder. Let us be that one, O oh God, yes, Father. Oh, Spirit of the Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Make us, oh God, your vessel. And we know what it takes to be that one. It means, oh God, to go the extra mile. It means, oh God, yes, to go the extra mile. To face what others are not willing to face. Let us be the one, oh God, living the company of the rest. Because we've heard your voice. Living, oh God, yes, the boat and stepping out into the dimension of the impossible. Let us be that one. We pray in the name of Jesus this morning that you will find us, oh God, as instrument of one. Instrument of one. Thank God for the rest. But there is one that you always use. If only I can find one. Your word declares in the book of James... Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He said, Elijah, James chapter 5, verse, verse 17. Eli, Elijah was a man like us. The quality of this man is that he's just an ordinary man. He's just an ordinary, any other human. There was nothing special about him. He was just a man just like us. In case we want to give God an excuse of why we cannot... 
in case you look at Elijah and you say, wow, the reason why Elijah could do what he did was because he was a prophet. It was because, oh, the spirit of the Lord was upon him. It was because he had, you know, influence. No, he was just a man. Jeremiah was just another man, a priest that God found. Isaiah was just another man that God found. But when he found them, he placed something in them. You see, that is what makes the difference this morning. You present yourself to him this morning the way you are. You present yourself to him this morning the way you are. Listen, if God can use any vessel, he can use you. All you need is your availability. All he needs is your obedience and presentation to his ways, to his will. Elijah was a man just like us. Don't see the mission. See the one who calls. Don't see the magnitude of the assignment. No. When you are overwhelmed by the assignment, you will miss the purpose. You will miss the objective of the assignment. You are not called for the assignment. You are called first to him. Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus called his disciples first to himself. They lived with him. When you live with him, something about his life rubs off on you. When you live with Christ, when you have intimacy, proximity with him, when you have relationship with him, it is so natural for the gifts, for his gift to flow through you. After all, he owns the gift. The gift lives through him. The gift functions through him. I want to bring our heart back to priority. I want to bring our mind back to priority this morning. Let us be that one that says, Lord, I present myself as a priest over my household, over my community. I'm presenting myself as a priest, oh God, over my domain, over my metron. I'm presenting myself this morning as a priest, oh God, over my region, over the marketplace. Let me be that one. Don't look at the big shot. Don't look at the big church. Don't look at the big names. Don't look at the titles. He's a prophet. He's an apostle. He's an evangelist. No, just present yourself like Mary was just an ordinary girl in the land. Joseph was just another, another, another guy in the land. Like I always say, they had a desire. They had an objective. They were preparing to get married they had they had something good going on for themselves well you know boyfriend and girlfriend that's who they are they were getting ready you know the bible says that you know you know mary had already been betrothed to joshua to joseph when the lord in interrupted their life listen friends when you begin to present yourself you see all the father is looking for is a vessel that is willing in your willingness, he will begin to make you ready. He will begin to prepare you. This is what the, the, the call of prayer is. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is requiring of us in this glorious day. Let us be that one, amen, that is presenting. Let us be that woman presenting. Be that man, be that young man presenting yourself. A body you are prepared for me. A body you are prepared for me. Elijah was just a man just like us. In case you want to give yourself an excuse. He's a man just like us. Just like us with his own fear and doubt. Elijah was a man just like us with his own need and challenges. Elijah, yes, is a man just like us. This day when you call the name Elijah, the first thing that comes to your mind, Oh, a prophet of God. That called down fire. That engaged Jezebel, the prophet, the prophet of God. Yes. Yes. He was and he is the prophet of God. And the spirit of the Lord used him mightily. 
But you've got to understand where he began from. He was a man. He was first a man before he became a man of God. He was first a vessel. Amen. Before he became a vessel of God. Elijah was just a man just like us. This is, this is what God is looking for. If God can find anyone that is willing to say, Lord, I present myself in the place of prayer. You see, we've been talking, we've been, we've been, we've been bringing principles. We've been talking about the value standards and the, and the things the Lord is expecting of us in this new decade, in this decade of opportunity, in this season, in this window of opportunity. But guess what? Nothing of those things that we're talking about will see the light of the day if we don't amen, mingle them, if we don't amen, connect those things to the spirit of prayer. Prayer makes things happen. Prayer, hallelujah, is where wonders take place. So I want to encourage you this morning, even as we continue to pray. You've got to posture yourself. I told you, when we pray, we are investing into, amen, the unknown. We are investing into, amen, dimension that men cannot comprehend. As we are praying right now, we are touching things in the spirit. And we are accelerating things. We are making things happen in the spirit realm. Amen. We are drawing nearer. You see, the kingdom of God doesn't just come near us without men and women making petition, making demand, hallelujah, on the nearness of the kingdom. It's, it's the Lord himself that says, it says, ask the Lord, amen, pray that his kingdom come near you. Pray that his kingdom come. This is what we are doing this morning. We want the kingdom of God, amen, to come near us so that we can be transformed. Our mortal body can be transformed. When the kingdom of God come near us, amen, every aspect of our being becomes, amen, transformed, revolutionized. When we pray, amen, in the spirit, when we seek the heart of God in the place of prayer, when we intercede, amen, God move on behalf of nation, amen. Nothing happens by chance. We've got to petition. We've got to pray. We've got to seek. We have to knock. Then the doors are open to us. Bible says, seek you will find. If you're not seeking, you will not find. What are you seeking? If you're not seeking the mysteries of the kingdom. The Bible says, amen. The kingdom of God is a mystery. That operates through mysteries. And for those who are outside, amen, it is parable. They cannot comprehend it. For, but those of us that are within, the Bible says, these things are revealed to us. We have to seek the revealed things. It is the glory of God to, to, to conceal a matter. Amen. Yes. But it is the glory of the noble ones of kings to search them out. This is what we do in the place of prayer. We are searching. We are seeking. Amen. We are believing God to grant us this day. Amen. Keys of the kingdom so that we can access certain things and we can bring them down into the human realm. Amen. We want to seek. We want to find. We want to knock. We want to understand. Amen. We want to come up higher to the dimension of ascendance so that we can see things from the from the realm that he's operating from. But Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed. But he didn't just pray. The Bible says he prayed earnestly. The word earnestly means that he prayed beyond his ability. He went beyond amen, his, his, his call of duty. He went beyond amen, the idea of what men believe and think prayer is. Amen. He went beyond his, his, his religious belief system. He broke the barrier of the customary understanding of prayer. He broke amen, the traditions of men. Amen. He, he, he entered into that realm where amen, angels thrive. He's Step into that dimension, hallelujah, amen, where the ascended heavenly order operates. 
He prayed earnestly. When you pray, you begin to accelerate things in the spirit. As your spirit is elevated to a dimension where you are able to begin to interact, amen, with heavenly things, with heavenly beings. He prayed earnestly. Earnestly is not how, how quick his word, amen, is, is declared. It is not the rhetorics, it's not amen, the, 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 the cliches, the expressions of his words. No, no, no. Words are vehicle of prayer. Prayer are beyond words. Prayer is a place you come into in the spirit. It's a place, it's a point where your, your spirit logs into, connect with the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ. Christ himself is our intercessor, is our chief intercessor. There is something about prayer that you cannot do without the help of the Holy Spirit. When you want to pray and pray effectively, you've got to, you've got to seek help from the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God begins to come into your space and you begin to come in agreement with what the Spirit of God is saying to you and you begin to express those things in your own words, that is prayer. Because the prayer is God showing you, leading you, guiding you, impregnating you with words, amen, hallelujah, with words that cannot be heard, amen, be, via human, human understanding. But as you begin to give voice, as you begin to give, amen, expression, as you begin to give syllables to what you're picking in your spirit, that becomes prayer. That is what is called, amen, praying in the spirit. We can pray in tongues and not pray in the spirit. But when you pray in the spirit, they will give you heavenly language. You will declare things, you will express things that are paramount to the heart of the Father. You will proclaim and bring judgment to things, amen, that you are not even aware of. Why? Because they've taken you beyond your own human understanding. That is what prayer is. When they take your mind beyond what he can understand and comprehend. For we know not, we are limited in our own understanding regarding what we should pray for. Hallelujah. But when we begin to submit you see, you cannot pray without, amen, bowing your heart and your knees in humility to the ways of God. When you submit to the ways and to the will of God, it is from there they begin to elevate you in the spirit. To understand the demand of God, the requirement of God, the standard of God, hallelujah. And as you begin to, amen, engage in that order of life, things begin to shift, hallelujah. Ways begin to open up, hallelujah. You begin to create gates in the spirit. You begin to create paths in the spirit. You begin to build things in the spirit. Hallelujah. You begin to connect heart and connect minds. Nation. You begin to engage. Amen. Powers of darkness. Principality. Begin to bow. Because in that place of prayer. You have come into agreement with God. And you become a vehicle that heaven is using. To express his intentions. Over realms. Over, over, over communities and society. That is prayer. And that's what we need to understand in this new day, friends. Prayer begins when you come to the end of your own self. Prayer begins when you come to the end of your mind. You come to the, man, the day of the mind of Christ. You see, there is perfection in the place of unity in the spirit. There is perfection. Perfection of life. Perfection of creativity. 
perfection of excellence in, 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 in life, business, career, ministry, whatever area of life you want to seek perfection, first of all, get connected in the spirit with the heart of the Lord. And then the things that you say will be what amen, he is saying because you'll be saying what is his mind. You'll be saying what is in his mind. You'll be saying what amen, is within amen, his, 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 his desire. You're not praying your mind. You're praying, you're praying his mind because your mind has been swallowed up by his mind. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. He understood the mind of God for that seasoning time. He understood that what is needed in that time is not rain. But drought. You see, you cannot pray without understanding the mind of God. Because prayer is executing the intentions of the Lord. For your life, for your family. Prayer is executing, amen, the intentions of the Lord, amen, for your business. When you know what the Lord is saying over your business, amen, in the place of prayer, you begin to, amen, execute that. The place of prayer is, is a place where two things happen. I've, I, we've talked about this several times. It's a place where we, pro we procure the mind of God. We receive the mind of God. But it's also the place where we execute that which has been revealed to us. So we petition, but we also amen, execute. Oh, hallelujah. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain. The reason why it did not rain is because his prayer was in accordance to the will of God for that season in time. The reason why it did not rain, the reason why God answered his prayer that it did not rain for three and a half years because, amen, he saw into the heart of God. He saw into the mind of God. That's why we say we cannot pray if we don't have proximity. Your prayer, amen, begins when you have a fellowship, you have a relationship, when you have connectivity, when you have proximity with God. That is where prayer begins. Prayer does not start when you begin to petition. No, prayer starts in the place of fellowship, in the place of devotion. Amen. Devotion first is to God. It's not just about the act of devotion. If devotion is first, you present yourself. It's when you devote something to God. That thing is devoted to God. That is where prayer play, b begins. You've been devoted to God. So everything that you do becomes the extension amen, of your devotion. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land. Just begin to imagine the economic impact of the prayer of this man. Just begin to imagine, amen, the lost that the prayer of this man brought to the land. Why? Because at that season in time, what God is seeking is judgment in the land. In the place of prayer, we don't become sentimental. In the place of prayer, we must become prophetic. In the place of prayer, we must become prophetic. In other words, we understand, we know where the Lord is regarding our home, family, our nation, our city. We know where is the prophetic design of God, the prophetic counsel of God for that, amen, day, season, period, epoch. We know it and then we execute that regardless of how that prayer, amen, is going to impact our own life negatively. And it did not rain for three and a half years. 
A man just like us. A man just like us. Just like any other person. I pray this morning that once again the spirit of Elijah. We will, we will understand. We will receive and understand. That this is not just some great guy who, who did mighty things. He did mighty things, yes. Because he was available as an ordinary person. When the Lord called Jeremiah, we looked at that scripture yesterday. Jeremiah said, no, I am but a child. I can't even speak. <laughs> Jeremiah thought all right, that to be, to be a prophet, you must have eloquence. Isn't that what they preach today? You must have oratory. You must have lingua. God doesn't even need a prophet to be able to speak for a prophet to function as one. I am but a child. God rebuked Jeremiah. Do not say you're a child. You will go to everyone I send you and to every place I send you. God needs our mobility. God needs our appearance for his representation within communities, within realm. You can be the representative of God, of God's heart, of God's voice, of God's will, of God's standard, wherever you are. Yes. As you, as you connect with the spirit of Christ, as you walk, amen, in the intentions of the Lord, just move as he leads you. When he says move, you move. As you move, the Bible says he will empower you. He will grace you to say the things that you need to say at the right time when you need to say it. Say, so don't bother about what to say. I will put my own words in your mouth. That is prayer. When God puts his word in your mouth, when God puts his word in your mouth because his spirit is already in you, amen, something begins to happen around you. You will heal people without, without effort. You will raise the dead without effort. You will open blind eyes without effort. You will shift things in the world of the economy without effort. You will walk among, yes, influences of society and shift their mind without effort. Why? Because you are aligned with the will of God. You are aligned with the mind of God. You go where he sends you and you speak what he demands. You're not afraid. You can't walk in the spirit and be afraid. You can't walk in the spirit of Christ and be afraid of men. No. It's impossible to have Christ in you, the hope of glory, and be boggled down and be bound and be captured by the opinions of men. It's impossible. The spirit of Christ will embolden you. The spirit of the Lord will encourage you. When things are not working the way they ought to work, you stay put until his voice come. Because you know that, amen, whenever his voice come, direction comes. Whenever his voice comes, guidance comes. Whenever his voice comes, provision comes. Whenever his voice comes, amen, leadership comes, administration comes. Whenever the voice of God comes to you, things always shift in the natural realm. This is what heaven is calling us into in this day that we have been summoned to begin to shift the ideas 
the belief system of the church. This is the time where we are reclaiming what the church ought to be. What the intentions of God amen, is designed for. This is the day where our prayer is shifting atmospheres. We are shifting, amen, yes, rams and metrons. We are shifting dimensions of human thinking. We're no longer giving in to the lies of the enemy. We're not laboring on things that are perishable. Things that don't last. No, we are shifting away, amen, from momentary gain, momentary pleasure. Bible says that Moses refused at the age of 40. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. At the time where he was supposed to enter into the position, amen, of authority. That is, that is the moment and time God says, no, you have come of age. It's time to come out of Egypt. The time where the breakthrough was supposed to come via the standard, amen, of this world. The time where, amen, he was supposed to gain that contract. Yes, because everything has been prepared. But that was the time the voice of God came. And Moses refused to be called. You know what that means? He stripped himself of every identity and every inheritance and blessing that will come from Egypt. He stripped himself of all of that. It was his own choice. Moses refused to be called. All this while, he's been called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. From age one, he's been the son, hallelujah, of Pharaoh's daughter. Age two, age three, age five, age ten, eleven. When he was twenty, he was celebrated, hallelujah. His twenty-first birthday was celebrated, amen, in the palace of Pharaoh. He was a prince in Egypt. Ando bragazabayando. Some people love it in Egypt. They know the hand of the Lord is upon their life. They know the call of God is upon their life. They know they've been assigned to deliver. Moses was aware of all of that. These people know these things. But they choose to ignore the call of God upon their life. Because the, 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 the charm, the blessings of Egypt are so overwhelmed their heart. That they cannot leave that to go and suffer with slaves. I know people like that in our day, in our time. They have the lingua of the kingdom. But their heart is still in Egypt. Their ways of life is still in Egypt. They remember the cucumbers, the lettuce. How things are for them. They, they romance the idea of the pleasure of Egypt. Of the pleasures of convenience. So when you begin to do things... In the way of the Lord that demands suffering, that demands paying the price, praying the price, that demands you stick to the standard and to the ways of God. They look at you as foolish, as incapable, as incompetent. They are as blind as a bat in a noonday. They have no understanding of the ways of God. There's a way we win in the ways of God through the things of God. We cannot win by adding, by, by, by mixing the things of this world with the things of God. There is competency in the spirit. There are creativity in the spirit. And we've been talking about that for those who knows me. When we talk about our prophetic school, we've been talking about how the prophetic, amen, the prophetic means agreeing with God, aligning with God, how that can accelerate your life. 
how that can speed up the intentions of God for your life. And when I mean speed up, I mean speed up via the understanding of heaven's intention. Because the idea that when we do X, Y, Z, <laughs> that should happen. It's a lie. Doesn't work like that in the spirit. Listen to this. There are no formula to the things of the spirit, but obedience, a life calling us, amen, to stay, to walk, and to remain in the path of obedience. That is the formula of the spirit. People have the idea that if I can do X, Y, Z, if I give this X amount of money, if I connect with these people, if I'm in that network, if I can just pray this kind of prayer, if I can just do this, if I can do what, you know, then this, it doesn't. Sorry. Listen, God is very unique in his dealings. It may work for others, but it may not work for you. That doesn't mean that God is not answering your prayer. It doesn't mean that God has forgotten you. The fact that somebody's breakthrough came in a particular way or format does not mean that you're also going to get the same breakthrough that way. No, it doesn't happen. In fact, you may not get the breakthrough because God's counsel, God's ways, God's dealings, God's intention for your life is different from mine. And this is why my God has placed us in this point of the bridge. Where we can bring people to perspective. Where we can bring you to understand. Where we can allow you to see. Amen. You have to learn to see. Amen. The track that heaven has ordained. Has prepared. Amen. For you. You've got to see that. You've got to know that. You've got to know what heaven has ordained for you. You have to see. You have to understand. You have to come into agreement. You have to embrace your own way. You have to embrace, amen, your own channel. You have to embrace, amen, your own pathway. It may be hard. Your pathway, amen, may be via the valley road. Your pathway may be via or the, among towns, amen. Your, your pathway can be, amen, going through the valley of Baca. Your pathway may be to live in, in Babylon, hallelujah. And, and still excel and succeed there. Your pathway can be one, amen. Call to live, amen, in the in the in the place called the church of Titara. Amen. Your pathway can be in a place where you are supposed to operate, amen, from the order of the Philadelphia Church. Your pathway can be a dimension, amen, where you operate from the position of the Sadist Church. Come on, your pathway can be you know, whatever path, just like we have the seven churches, seven pathways. There is unity and unism in the spirit, but there is no uniformity. Heaven is calling us to understand Elijah's path is different from Jeremiah's path. It's different from that of Ezekiel's path. It's different from that of Enoch's path. But all these paths meet, they converge. <laughs> and that's what the spirit of the Lord has been saying and speaking to us. We are coming to the place of convergence. But if you have not fully embraced your path, you cannot converge. You cannot come into unity. You cannot come into agreement. In fact, when you come into agreement, amen, with other people, you want to overshadow them because you believe your path is the best. You believe your own way is the best way. You believe your path is the best. And if nobody's going that path, then it's the highway. Doesn't work like that. You've got to learn to discern your path, learn to discern other people's path, amen, and flow along with them and stop using, amen, the path that heaven has given to you to try to condemn or try to impress other people. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. 
Stay in your lane. Stay in your path. Pray the kind of prayer that heaven has impregnated you with. Pray in the way, amen, that heaven has ordained you. Remain in that direction of life that heaven has ordained for you. And let those that have been called alongside assist you. Help you, grace you, enable you. But not impose themselves. Not impose their ways. Not impose, amen, their own idea. Now, maturity is the key. Development is the key. Elijah was a man just like us. But he's not us. But he's a man like us because he's got frailty. He's got weakness. He's got his own way of wanting to do things. But all of that, the Lord. You see, when you come to the Lord, they will bring you to the end of yourself. That is a way. That is a key. You will come to the end of yourself. So that the day of the Lord can begin in you. And when the day of the Lord begins in your life, oh my word. That is a point, a place you will think you're losing everything. In fact, you, you're losing everything. You're going to lose everything. Everything you've ever built, you've ever, you know, believed. You've, the ideas, the, you know, philosophies, the, you know, the wisdom of this world that you've built your life upon. When they begin to work on those things, you will think that you have lost everything. Like I said, indeed, you are losing everything. To gain Christ. To gain the right wisdom. To gain the right understanding. So you've got to count the cost. Lest you come into this thing and you begin to say, but it's not working. This is not what, you know, my pastor told me. Sorry. Your pastor told you what he knows, what he understands. But they're bringing you to a more excellent way. Say, behold, I show you a more excellent way. There's a more excellent way to life. And that's why we talk about pattern for living. You've got to understand in this new day. There's going to be war in the house of God. There's going to be war within our life. It's called civil war. Civil war is when, to, is when a nation fights against itself. It's when amen, your body starts fighting against itself. When there's war in your mind, in your ideas. Amen. Yes, you're, you're warring all by yourself. The battle amen, is in you. It's not the external battle that destroys you. No. It's the one taking place on the inside. You have to have Christ on your side to conquer amen, the first idea that your life has been built upon. The first religious spirit amen, that you've been built upon. You know amen, how to scream. You know when to shout in church. You know when to give. You know when to give. You know when to dance. You know when to scream. We've, we, we, have, we have mastered everything that religion taught us. God said, I'm stripping you of religion. I'm stripping you off, amen, the old ways. I'm stripping you off, amen, that which is not my will for your life. I'm stripping you off, amen, that which, amen, I have not designed for your life. Are you willing? Are you ready? Would you embrace my way? Count the cost. It's not an easy thing to embrace. Apart you, you don't know, you don't relate to a part that is not familiar to you it's a difficult thing to embrace the path that you have no gps there's no map to this path except that you follow <laughs> except that you follow you see is it that you trust the person that you're following or you're not following <laughs> yes 
When you come to the end of yourself, you learn, amen. You see, when you still believe that you have something to say, you have something to offer, you know what to do. I, I know who to meet. I know who to go and meet, you know, Monday morning. I know how to solve this problem. I know who to connect to. You know, you've, you've got a club that you go to and you talk this thing over. You know who to go to, amen, and they, they, will, they will consider you. You see, if you have not come to the end of your way, the day of the Lord, I don't care how far you've gone. Don't care what you have given or how connected you are. It's not the day of the Lord is not going to begin. The day of the Lord begins when man comes to the end of his day. Lava haya lava. Mando brahata brando. The day of the Lord begins when Isaiah comes to the end of his own day. To come to the end of your day means you no longer live via your own wisdom. You no longer live life via, amen, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You come, amen, to the point, to the direction, amen, to the intention of the Father for your life. You embrace what the Lord desires for you. You say, Father, I desire what you desire for me. I embrace what you, what you desire for me. I'm coming into, amen, that which your spirit, amen, has ordained for my life. This is what I want. This is what I seek for. This is what my heart, Lord, young, yearns for. This is what, amen, I, I, I want to become, Lord. This, this is my heart cry, oh God. Bring me to the end of my day. That your day may begin. When the day of the Lord begins in your life, you will perfect the work of God in no time. You see, quickly Jesus learned how to come to the end of his day. Amen. When he got to River Jordan and came out of it, guess what? The day of the Lord began in his life. The day of the Lord began. There was no, you know, distraction here and there. Everything he did was driven by purpose. Heavenly purpose. Everything our Lord Jesus Christ did when he came out of Jordan. Have you noticed that he did not do anything before Jordan? Every other thing that he did before Jordan was to prepare him for something. For ministry. Ministry is the essence of your life. It's the reason why you were born. It's the reason why you were born where you were born. Ministry is not just about the color. It's not just about standing behind the pulpit. Yes, there are certain people grace and call. Amen. To mashal the ways of God. But every one of us, amen, born of God carries a unique ministry. And that's the reason why you live. Your purpose in life is your ministry. The reason why you got married to that man, to that woman, amen, is the essence of the ministry. The reason why God gave you that child, amen, that kind of husband, yes, not that other one, yes, that particular one, the way he snores, the way he behaves, everything is part of the ministry. The reason why you live where you are right now, the city where you are, is part of the ministry. You have to see everything about your life revolving around ministry. Elijah was a man just like us, just like Mary. Was a, was, a, was a woman just like, you know, our ladies there. Amen. Joseph was just a man just like any other person there. Now when you read the scripture, you think these people are just some special. No. There's nothing so special about their life. They were among, amen, the bunch. But God, in his mercy, in his grace, looked into their space. And he saw something that he can use in them. You see, no one take a boast of this call. No one take the honor upon himself of this call. <laughs> they were 
I'm sure millions of leaders, pastors, maybe not millions, pastors, thousands of pastors, leaders in Nigeria, when God found this Isaiah and said, hey, sending you to South Africa, I'm going to send you what you see. There are, there are those who, who paved their way, who, who, who desire to extend their ministry to South Africa. I, I, I never had that desire. I, I know. It's just a calling. See, that's why my life is totally different from, you know, the, the way, you know, some people want to connect with you because they think, oh, oh no, 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 you've got to understand my life, amen, is my shout by a prophetic injunction. Everything that I do, my lost, my gain, my battle, my challenge, my need are all part and parcel of my prophetic assignment. So when I don't have, I do what the Lord will have me to do. Pray, seek, ask, and await. Sometimes the response are swift. Sometimes it takes a while. And sometimes there are no response. Guess, guess what? It's all part of answered prayer. <laughs> there are certain prayer, amen, that God listens to but he never answered them. Because they are not aligning to his intention for your life. So you need to thank God that, amen, those prayers were not answered. It's part of answered prayer. Certain prayer that you pray that were not answered, you need to thank God that God answered them by not answering them. <laughs> Hope you get that. When you come to the end of yourself, you start seeing things from an heavenly order. You start seeing, you, you start, you will begin to see things from, amen, an ascended life. From the, from the order of heavenly intention. I'm just encouraging us this morning in the place, in the, in the spirit of prayer and intercession. When we, when we pray uh, amen, our direction for our life, for our family, our nation, amen, we'll continually remain in that state of optimism. We'll be optimistic. We'll never believe that it's over. Even when everything around us is suggesting that no, Nothing good can happen again in this nation. Can't you see the level of corruption? Can't you see how bad things are? Just look at the ANC. Just see what it, well, which one are you going to offer as an alternative? As long as amen, those, those, those parties and those companies amen, are run by people, you will find flaws there. You will find amen, carnality. You will find corruption there. Amen. Human beings by nature are corrupt except they come to the Lord. When the president took over, people, people had hope. Sir Ramaphosa, people have a lot of hope. But even in his own cabinet... Corruption is, is, is thriving. That just tells you. They are humans. <laughs> That's what humans do. They take advantage. They seek opportunity. So what people call business, amen, is, is thriving, amen, on opportunity. Opportunity that will cause others to weep, to cry. In the day of disaster, people are taking advantage. Impoverishing people. They don't care. See, that's why when we come to the Lord, the way we do things, it changes. Jesus said, <laughs> when it comes to you, friends, leadership is not like this. The world may do these things, but with you, it shall not be so. It shall not be so. 
because you operate from a different value from a different standard from a different concept of existence you don't take advantage even when you're in a position of authority and influence you don't seek to take advantage amen you seek to show love help care you you go out of your way to minister to those who are in need and you do it without a man political gang standing you you do it because you want to see something happen amen in the life of the people you don't give things just to prove a point so that you can take from other other place we have to pray but our prayer has to be informed in the spirit of truth in the spirit of integrity we have to pray because truly we have a genuine love and burden for the people we have to pray because amen it is the right thing we are called to do prayer is our primary calling especially in our community in our ministry on this platform of the potter's gate prayer is the backbone of every other thing we do our primary ministry and calling i've said this several times let me repeat it again we do not do things just because amen we you know some we, we got some idea and wave everything that we do is done born by prayer if we started something and that thing does not continue it's because amen we have not prayed enough to sustain that thing or that thing is not the will of god Every material that we have released, books, amen, and articles we have released from this place, amen, has been born from the place of prayer. That's why when I read and I listen to some of our materials, I mean, I get wow myself. Because I don't just see myself as the one who did it. No, I'm just a vessel. I'm just an instrument. And that is the attitude we have to have. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it will not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed. You would have assumed that, yes, he prayed that it will not rain. And when he decided, well, this is the time that, you know, drought should end. Well, Lord, just send rain. No, it doesn't work like that. Everything is engaged in the place of prayer and intercession. He prayed earnestly. The Bible says in verse 18, again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crop. Do you want, do you want the earth of your life to produce crop? You know, for those who, who, who think they have skill for the marketplace, you missed it. You have to engage this thing in the place of prayer. It is heaven that produces, that releases rain for earth to produce its crop. If you want crops, if you want fruits, if you want harvest, if you want increase, if you want clarity, if you want direction, amen. These crops, amen, can, can be related to every area of life, amen, from those, amen, in, 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 in government, amen, to those, amen, in the world, amen, of business and finance, amen, in the world of those, amen, in, in ministry, whatever it is, if you want to see God, amen, move on your behalf, you have to pray again. Don't expect anything to happen. Without you praying again. So we pray again father. That Lord you will open the heavens. That you will release your spirit upon us. That you will flood our heart again with anticipation. Ah, 
for glorious days. You will imprint upon our spirit again the desire to break barriers and limitations. To become the instrument, oh God, of a new day. Bringing forth your eternal design and counsel, oh God. We pray again, let the heavens be open. Pour upon us the spirit of grace and supplication. We pray again, let your hand rest upon this land, oh God. We pray again, break the chain of bondage. Open the eyes of the blind. Awaken, yes Lord, the sleeping church. We pray again, Spirit of God. Expose wickedness and corruption. Bring to an end, oh God, the spirit of apathy. Bring to an end the spirit of nonchalant attitude. Bring to an end, oh God, the spirit of waywardness, lukewarmness, oh God, wickedness, corruption. Bring to an end, oh God, our day. That your day may begin. We pray again. Have mercy on us as your church. We pray again. May your kingdom come. May your kingdom come. Into the city of Cape Town. Let your, let your name, oh God, flow like a river. In, into every dimension of this province, oh God. Let your life, oh God, sweep across. As you wash away the virus of ungodliness and perversion and wickedness and death called Corona. As you, as you push this thing away and judge, oh God, those who sit somewhere who think that they can decide the destiny of people. Who think they can decide who lives or who dies. Bring judgment to the house of wickedness. Let your day begin. Let your spirit move. Let your hand move. Let your power come. As it came down on that day. When you said when the day of Pentecost had fully come. We wait for the fullness of Pentecost again. Lord that the rushing mighty wind of your spirit. Will flow into the house. That the cloven tongue. The symbolic yes presence of your approval once again will rest upon your people. That we will rise out of that upper room and descend to the place, oh God, yes, of the religious order of the day. We pray your kingdom come. Your will be done this day. Open the hearts of your people. May our hearts swell towards your ways. May we pant and yearn, O oh God, to see your day. May we long for your ways. As the deer pants, O oh God, for the water. May our soul, may our faculty pant for you. May there be a cry within, O oh God, the recesses of our heart, O oh God. Have mercy on us. Show us your ways. Show us your desire. Bring us, oh God, to the place where we are totally submerged in your ways, in your will. Oh, hallelujah. Prayer is what we desire.
Make us prayer, O oh God. Make us a people who draw near. Who never draws back. Keep our hearts, our mind focused on the straight and the narrow path. Your kingdom come into your body, into your church, into the ecclesia. This day, Father, thank you, Lord, for your fire. Yes, stirring each heart, stirring each home, stirring each community this day. Let our community, oh God, yes, once again, feel the impact of your presence as it were in the day of the rebuilding, yes, of the temple. We thank you, oh God. We glorify your name. We lift your name on high. Worthy are you, Lamb of God. Thank you this morning, Father, for this time of prayer, of intercession, of seeking your face, your ways. Help us to move away from the normalcy of religion and tradition. May we break away, O oh God, from self-deception and delusion. May we engage with you. May we lock ourselves in, O oh God. May we connect with your heart and mind. May we stop pretending. May we stop lying to ourselves. May we stop deceiving ourselves. May we stop, O oh God, yes, engaging in falsehood. We strip ourselves, O oh God, of the ways of this world, of the ways of men. We journey on this lonely path. We want to see your face. We want to behold your glory. We want to be captured and raptured, O oh God, in the life of your spirit. Baptize us into this newness, O oh God. Bring us, O oh God, into the highway of your design intention. Take us to the place of ascendance, O oh God. Make us, O oh God, the mountain of your house in this glorious day. May we shine the light of your spirit oh god in this glorious day may we become indeed that oh god yes father lighthouse shining your light shining your light in the midst of darkness giving direction to the upcoming ship oh god in the name of jesus we pray this morning your will be done in our life let every other will no matter how strong they are let every other will no matter how powerful they are let every other will no matter how determined they are bow the knees in the name of jesus let the wheel of my mind bow let the wheel of my desire bow let the wheel oh god of sin bow let the wheel of carnality bow let the wheel, oh God, of the opinions of men bow the knees. Let there be an awakening of your will as your kingdom, Lord, uh, come closer to us. We pray in the name of Jesus as we see the light of your glory. May we move to us that light, oh God. May we love your light. Uh, may we desire your light. Uh, may we embrace your light, oh God. May we run after your light. Uh, baptize us with your fire. Let your word come alive in our spirit. Let us be custodians of this word. Not the letter that kills, but the word of life, but the word of your spirit, O oh God. We pray in the name of Jesus 
a new day. Let it dawn upon our lives, upon our city, upon our nation. A new day. Let it dawn, oh God. As you begin to move, oh God, across the land, we pray, Lord, do not pass us by. We cry out like blind Bartimaeus. Indeed, we are a blind generation seeking for light, seeking for sight, seeking for your ways. We want to hear the voice. Rise, he call it. Call us, O oh God. Turn, O oh God, and look on us with mercy. As you stop and turn to look at blind Bartimaeus, even though men have given up on him, even though he, he, he looked like one that will never get out, get out of his situation, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, they called him. But he cried out. We want to cry out to you this morning, Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us. We cry out to you, merciful God. And we cry out to you on behalf of our land. We cry out to you this morning on behalf of our city. We cry out to you this morning on behalf of our community. On behalf of our family. On behalf of our calling ministry. We cry out to you this morning. Deliver us from blindness. Open our eyes of understanding. Lebrias. Yes. The same people who told him, shut up. The same people say, arise. The master call at you. Help us to rise above the opinions of men. When men try to shut down our voice. When men try to say we don't have what it takes. When men say we don't have the capacity. We don't have the ability. We are not skillful enough. We don't have the resource. Father, we pray. Help us to continue to cry. Son of David, have mercy on us. That is what we need in this new day. You will skill us. You will empower us. You will embolden us. You will encourage us. You will resource us. We cry out like blind Bartimaeus. Have mercy on me, son of David. Can somebody pick the spirit of the Lord this day? Can you pick the frequency of God? Have mercy on me, son of David. That's all you need. And let him do the rest. Peter who had toiled all night and cut nothing. He came to a day where he cut so much. That he knew it was not his ability. It was not his capacity. It was not his skill. Amen. That he had acquired about fishing. <laughs> the Bible says he cried out to Jesus. Depart from me. I am undone. I'm not worthy. You know the kind of breakthrough. That breaks you. May God give you the kind of breakthrough that breaks you. <laughs> Peter cried out. I am undone. I don't have what it takes to take this kind of a blessing. You know, people get blessed. They, became, they become cocky. They become proud. You can hear it in their testimony. You can hear pride in their conversation. You can hear pride in their manner of speech, in the way they talk. When they had nothing, they couldn't remember when they had nothing. They had forgotten. But when the Lord brought something into their life, suddenly it's like them. It's like they made it happen. But Peter showed us a posture we must have. Peter said, no Lord, depart from me. Depart from me. I am undone. I'm not worthy of this kind of breakthrough. 
The man has been praying. He's been seeking for breakthrough. He's been seeking for engagement. He's been seeking for deliverance. He's been seeking. They've toiled all night. He had tried every skill he knew. He had tried every new method of the 21st century. He's on Zoom. He's, he's, on, he's, on, he's on, you know, Telegram. He's on, you know, Facebook. He's on YouTube. He, he, you know, he's using all the platform. He's using all the skill. He's using the best of the best of the technology. It is going to fail you if the hand of the Lord is not in it. It's not by might. It's not by power. As much as we pray and we, we, we resource people with the best quality of skill. But our skill cannot be outside the utilization, the agreement, the, 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 the procurement of the spirit of life. It is the spirit that quickens. It is the spirit of God that quickens the flesh, your idea, profits nothing. You want to come into profitability. Align with the word of God. Align with the mind of God. Fall on your knees and see if heaven will not open. Fall on your knees and see if heaven will not open and the spirit of the Lord descending on you. What do you think happens when the spirit of God descends on you? You think you just be prophesying? Yes, that's one of it. But you're also going to be moving in the power of creativity. You'll be moving in the power of the resource, hallelujah, for, for, for leadership, for administration. The best of the skill are yet to be seen. They are all locked up in the spirit of God. Don't take us as a fool. 30 years we've been on this journey. Empowering a generation. We have built leaders. We have built leaders. We have built people in the marketplace. And we are still building. 30 years we've raised men of God. Scattered across the land. Across the globe. But people look at us in our simplicity. And they think we are nothing. We choose to be nothing. So that the voice of those that we have raised can be our testimony. If you want to see the achievement of Isaiah, you don't look at Isaiah. You have to look at the people we have raised. Elijah was a man just like us. Prayer is the key heaven gave to me. I was born on a crusade ground in the place of prayer. I will die praying. Praying for the redemptions of nations. This is my call. Thank you, Father, for a generation that has been awakened right now. Via this word across the land, across the border, oh God, across this city, across this community of Franju, across oh God, the entire continent, across the entire continent of Africa, across Europe, across Asia. We thank you for the power of your spirit right now. Yes, being poured out the spirit of supplication, the spirit of oh God of intercession, the spirit of oh God of engaging the high places in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We honor you this day oh god something is happening receive it receive it receive it say god baptize me 
empower me endow me release upon me your spirit afresh i receive this day an impartation i receive this day a release of your mind the mind of christ i receive in the name of jesus i receive the power of your spirit let it fall on me let it rise on me baptize me empower me endow me endue me raise me up oh god from dead raise me up oh god from death bring me to the place of your desire anoint me anoint me anoint me anoint me empower me deliver me baptize me open my eyes to see grace me i cry out to you today i need your life i need your ways i need your desire i need your grace empower me show me mercy show me love oh god show me your truth oh god do a new thing in my life release me oh god release me oh god release me oh god let your day begin in me let your process begin in me release me oh god into your fire purify me remove the draws remove the draws remove everything in me in my life oh god that will not allow you to use me deal with my mind deal with my conscience remove from me oh god every state of pride every state of arrogance remove from me oh god version wickedness uh, let sin be done away in my life this day i surrender to your will to your ways to your desire to your intention i yield to the authority to the influence of your word baptize me bring me out on the third day resurrect me resurrect me I am seated with you in heavenly places. I am connected to you. I am connected with you. I live by your breath. I live via your expression. Where you go is where I go. What you say is what I say. What you proclaim is what I proclaim. What you declare is what I declare. What you tell me is what I do. I wait on your word. I wait for your voice. I wait for your will. This day, Lord, energize me. Release me, Lord. Send me out. I want you more than life itself. Come on, say with me. I want you more than life itself. I need you in my life. I need your ways. I need your intentions. I need your direction. Holy Spirit, come. Come once again. This is the day of the outpouring of your spirit. I receive your outpouring into my life, into my space, into my community, into my environment. I am logged into you. I am connected to you. I receive this day a baptism of fire. I, re I release into you this day a baptism of fire. I declare in the name of Jesus, let the power of God let the anointing of God begin to flow into your life uh, into your space uh, wherever you are right now lift up your hands uh, wherever you are in this nation outside this nation receive the grace of God receive the wisdom of God receive the truth of God receive faith hope and love in the name of jesus i declare right now heaven is moving on your behalf in the name of jesus who has decreed a thing that the lord has not proclaimed i proclaim this day upon you be renewed be transformed be reformed i said be renewed be transformed be reformed i said be renewed be transformed be reformed be, 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 be turned around for the 
glory of God. It's a day of the move of God. It's a day of the move of God. It's a day of the move of God. Nothing can stand in the way of the wind of God. Nothing can stand in the path of the ways of God. Nothing can stand in the way of the fire of God. Nothing can stand in the way of the river of God. Nothing can stand breath of God. Breathe upon this generation. Breathe upon every man, every woman listening to this broadcast. I declare, make them a broadcast to their community. Make them a broadcast to their society. Make them a living stream to wherever they are. Out of them, let it go forth. For heads of river, in the name of Jesus, locate your river and begin to flow in Jesus' name. If you are tigress, begin to flow as tigress. If you are pishgam, begin to flow as Pishka, if you are Euphrates begin to flow as Euphrates for the end of the nation nothing will stop you, nothing will hinder you the hand of the Lord is upon you the grace of God is upon you the mighty spirit of God has fallen upon you this day, you're a new creation all things are passed away I decree, I proclaim, all things become new, let the chain of limitation be broken over your life let the chains of your opinions of man all over your mind be shattered in the name of Jesus Rise up, be healed in the name of Jesus. Rise up, go forth. I proclaim and I declare increase upon your life. Gabo Sabriada. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Elijah was a man just like us, he prayed earnestly. When your spirit begin to pray the heart of God, the mind of God, nothing can stop you. You're unstoppable. As I pray for you, I release mobility, shoe leather, walk the earth, walk. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power went about. I release upon you this day capacity to go about your business capacity to move not to be limited the corona spirit came to want to limit you one of the reason essence of the corona is to shut everything down but god says rise up mobility is granted to you grace is given to you authority is given to you resource is given to you i'm releasing resource into your life right now into your space if you have faith connect with this and begin to go out, begin to proclaim, begin to testify, begin to declare, begin to show forth the excellency of God. This brand new day is a day of the Lord. Because you have come to the end of your day, God has begun to walk in your life and through your life. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. This is a message, a prayer time you want to listen to again and again and again. Because I'm going to be rounding up right now. But I believe the Lord has done something in our life this morning. The Lord has done mighty things in our life this morning. And we celebrate and we give thanks. We give honor and glory to the name of the Lord. To the name of Yahweh. We bless him for the things he has done yesterday night. He gave us a word. Hallelujah. Living above the opinions of men. Living above the limitations of men. This morning. Is, is crowning it in a place, amen, 
of telling us we have the ability and capacity and the capability, amen, through prayer to be what he has ordained us for. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. The minds of men cannot comprehend those things that heaven has begun to do in your life. Why? Because you choose, amen, to be different. You choose to be the Elijah of your generation. You choose to be the Moses of your time. He chose not to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. It's your choice, friend. It's your choice. It's your choice. When you decide for the Lord, you begin to see God move on your behalf. When you decide for the Lord, you begin to see God move on your behalf. Whatever the Lord lays in your heart in this moment in time, I want you to do it. I know the Lord is laying some things in your heart. I don't want to give a voice to those things, but you know it. But whatever it is, you do it in obedience. Do it. In obedience, do it. You want to tap into this grace, into this release. I don't want to sound like one who is selling the anointing. but who's, No, no. In fact, you don't need to give to me. You need to. I feel the Lord is saying you need to sow a seed for what the Lord, amen, has released today. But guess what? That seed does not have to come to me. You sow it into the life of a man of God. Any person out there that you know, amen, is genuine in the things of God. Go sow a seed based on that which heaven has released. I repeat it again. That seed does not have to be me. If it's me, praise God. I will accept it with all, 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 all honor and respect. But guess what? It does not have to be. In fact, I didn't want to give a voice to this, but I, I felt the Lord was saying, hey, are you going to say because men have perverted this thing, it doesn't work? No, it does work. So I want you to do that. You say, but it's a bit challenging. I know that's why the Lord is demanding it. We're talking about those who will go the extra mile. Those who will go beyond, amen, the minds of men, their own mind, amen. I want you to do that. You don't have to give to me. I'm not asking you to give to me, friends, but you need to go and sow a seed to somebody. Unfortunately, this is how most people who are in the world, you know, in the religious system, <laughs> that's how, this is how they, most of them they conclude their message. But I'm not telling you that. Please, you don't have to do it for me. No, do it because it, it unlocks something in your spirit. It unlocks something in your spirit. A seed of destiny. Seed of destiny. It unlocks something in the spirit. It's the principle of the kingdom. As long as the earth remains, the seed time and harvest time will not cease. We've taught on that. So do it for the glory of God, to the glory of God. Father, we thank you. In obedience, regardless of what men say or think, even about what I've just declared, is their opinion. But you know my heart. So I pray in the name of Jesus, let your will, O oh God, be done. Crown, yes, Father, the response of the people, O oh God. As I have spoken, as you have spoken, led me, O oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus that there will be a manifestation of your intention. We bless you, Father, for all that you have done. We bless you. We glorify your name. We lift your name on high. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. King of glory, you are worthy. Our God is faithful. He has risen with a shout. And he's coming down in his glory of his power. Can you feel, amen, the coming of his spirit? It's a brand new day for you, friends. Hallelujah. Give glory to God. Wherever you are, just lift your hand and bless him. 
Thank you, Father, for your will this morning. Thank you for the things that you've done. Thank you for the ways that you have moved this morning. What a time. What an impartation. What a release. What a declaration. We celebrate you. We thank you. Honor and glory to you, Lamb of God. Blessed be your name. May we continually live in obedience. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much this morning. If you have joined us, thank you, my dear sister Tina. Just quickly look at um, those who are connected with us. Thank you, Sister Dioni. Thank you, Sister Tina. And every other person out there that have joined us. Thank you, my dear sister Nkumisa. Nice to have you again join. All right. <clears throat> Don't mind my voice. Yes. <laughs> we thank God this morning for the release of the Spirit. And every other person that will be listening to this broadcast, please don't listen to this message, amen, in, in the, with a kind of mind, with your fleshy mind. Please, you've got to pick the spirit of the things that has been released this morning. You've got to pick, you have to be in the spirit to pick the things that have been declared from the beginning to the end. I want to repeat it again. You need to give, just do something. It does not have to be me. It doesn't have to be me. It's the principle that matters. Thank you so much, everyone. I want to continually pray for you, particularly those of you that are my disciples. <clears throat> Walk in obedience. Of course, for my disciples, you have to sow into my life. You can sow in somebody's, somebody's life. Amen? For those of you that are my disciples, you have to sow into my life. All right? I'm the ground you must sow into, not somebody else. All right? As a principle that we teach. All right? So thank you so very much, everyone. God continue to bless you. God continue to... You know, resource your life. God continue to empower you. May God continue to show you mysteries. The kingdom of God is mystery. And what are we doing? We are unlocking those mysteries. And I'm so excited in my spirit about the way God is moving. I tell you, I am so, I am, I myself, I know this morning, I've been imparted. I can feel it. I can feel it. My, my knees here are wumbling. Amen. I can feel the life and the power of God upon my life this morning. We thank God. We bless God for obedience, for the grace to walk in obedience. Please continue to pray for me. I need your prayer. I need your prayer. I need your prayer. We need your support. We need, amen, everything that will allow us to remain and to abide in this journey. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hopefully, I might see you again this afternoon. If I'm not going to see you, then, of course, tomorrow by God's grace. But it's a beautiful time. Rejoice in the things that you have heard. All right, God bless you. Don't forget to listen to yesterday's uh, message. If uh, <clears throat> you, did, you, you missed yesterday's message, please go back, amen, and listen to what we spoke about yesterday. Profound, profound truth. It will change your life. It will transform somebody's life. God bless you. Hope, hopefully, we'll see you again soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.